0: It was a very cruel scene. Executed in an unusual manner.
1: Hello, people. Hello. This is Cruel and Unusual, the podcast. I'm Tori. And I'm Katie. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. How we just you? met for the first time. I don't and know this girl. We decided to do a podcast about true crime <laughs> and other shit. Other shit. <laughs> okay. We're recording at night for the first time and it's just, I feel like it's making us awkward, even more awkward, awkward. than we usually are. You say awkward. 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 Because I'm from the Midwest and this is a podcast. Okay, but I'm from the Midwest episode. too. <laughs> it's an episode. <laughs> the episode to end all episodes. <laughs> Say that again. Do it again. Uh, Do it again.
0: Um, the episode to end all episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go churn some butter. Wait. <laughs> that wasn't a... I'm sorry. I have been drinking wine for a little bit as well,
1: so... And she just had a baby, so she hasn't had wine in like over a year. <sighs> Long time. So, so you're going to get what you're going to get, and you ain't going to throw a fit. She's a cheap date tonight. Honey, yes. Okay. Honey, yes. <laughs> all right. So... I have a question for you. I did it again. I did the Midwestern. Soul. Soul. So so My name is Sarah Palin. So. <laughs> no. So, so I today. have a hunch. Okay. So I have a question for you, Vic- okay. Victoria. Okay, Katia. Are there any conspiracies that you actually believe or think might be true? Hmm, that's a re- actually a really good question. It gives you a little something to think about. Um,
0: um, 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 I feel like I'm like in class and I have to figure out the right answer. Oh, I know. Okay. All right. I really feel like Epstein did not kill himself.
1: No, he did a, not kill himself. A million percent. No. Nope. And I mean, technically that is a theory, a conspiracy theory. Since It I is technically, it. even though. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just true. It's all there is to it.
0: Also, I'm in a conspiracy group on Facebook and... I didn't really take the time to read through it all because I just didn't really have the time, but there was something about uh, like a shit ton of CEOs resigned on the same day or like the same, like a cup over a couple of days, I really? guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like of really big corporations and the person was linking it to Trump, Donald Trump signing... Human trafficking things. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. But I mm-hmm. do think it's kind of weird that all these CEOs are stepping down like that. That is weird. Yeah. I'm talking into that. CEOs step down all the time, but like that many, there's a ton of them. You can go on a website and look at I it. I don't if you really want to know. See which ones. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, so something That's with strange. that. But I mean, definitely the Epstein thing for sure. Yeah.
1: I don't get like too into conspiracies. Like I don't sit and watch the YouTube videos. Or, like, no. read a lot about them. But I think they're interesting.
0: Ooh. Also, yes.
1: I have another another one. What is it? 9-11.
0: Yeah. I don't... See, I've watched so many documentaries about 9-11, but I still don't really... I, I feel like I never know enough.
1: hmm You know, but I do think that there's obviously something shady that yeah. happened. And it's hard because you don't know what's true, what's not true, who's yeah. got an agenda, who, you know, it's... Exactly. You don't know, like, the mm-hmm. producer of those certain films. Like, are they on the... No, this is what what really happened or are they on the conspiracy side of things mm-hmm. so then they can alter it you yeah. know yeah so why are we so drawn to conspiracy theories in the first place is that what, a question yeah, for Yeah, that's a question, too. What do you What do you <laughs> think? Enough with the like, fucking questions. You know what? Just answer it. Do you know I've had a <laughs> few glasses of wine and it's past my fucking bedtime? <laughs> it is. It is now 7.45 p.m. <laughs> Tori's bedtime was um, an hour ago. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, what? wait. Repeat it. Sorry. Why do you think we're so drawn to conspiracy theories in the first place? I f- what makes them appealing? I feel that a lot
0: of people don't want to just accept something for what it is. They want a greater meaning Or they just, they don't, a lot of people love to fucking disagree. Right. You know what I mean? They just, they fucking live for that, especially on
1: Facebook. think that they know things that other people don't know. Yeah. They're smarter. Yeah. And I I do think
0: that conspiracy theories are super intriguing,
1: but there's a lot of them that, I mean, shit's really a stretch. Some are just like way the (laughs) fuck out there. Yeah. Like, okay, reel it back in. Yeah. Just a little bit. Slow down the minivan. Can you back up the minivan? Oh. (laughs) Oh, Oh. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you a little bit about Dr. Daniel Jolly. Just a little bit. yeah just okay. a little bit because okay, it's good. not my whole story. Good because I hate when you tell stories. <laughs> a senior, senior lecture. He's a senior lecturer at Staffordshire University. So he says we love conspiracies because this is a direct quote. quote Okay. We have many different demands, so our brain has developed cognitive shortcuts. Mm-hmm. One cognitive shortcut or cognitive bias is proportionality bias. This is where we believe a significantly large event must be explained by something equally as large.
0: Oh, see? Yeah, basically mm-hmm. what I said. Yep.
1: Yeah. Oh, damn. I could be a scientist. You totally could. You or could whatever be a at Staffordshire. Sign me the fuck up. Quote, when a big event happens, our brains are drawn to make this connection. Big event equals big cause. End quote. So, it kind makes of sense. Like, yeah. I agree. Totally agree, Dan Jolly. Yeah. You're super smart. Kate I'm Jolly. super not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super smart. Okay.
0: No, I'm really not. I'm actually like <laughs> one of the dumbest people I know. Just kidding. I'm not. I think I'm like pretty average. Average. As, in, as far as smarts go. Average Joe. As average far as Joe's like he had, looks. Say.
1: I'm about a two. (laughs) Shut (laughs) up. (laughs) All right. Dr. Jolly goes on to say, quote, conspiracy theories are definitely appealing because they are controversial and, and entertaining, which, yes, they are feeling like you have unique knowledge that sets you apart from others can be something that is appealing for some people oh my god oh my god okay that's facebook in a fucking nutshell did you say that's you yeah i hate you
0: (laughs) no but that really is Uh like especially in those conspiracy theory groups not to talk down on any of them i i've i really like what a lot of them have to say but i feel like they fucking get boners Oh, over yeah. the fact that they get to type on their little fucking keyboards and be like, "Oh, I just thought of a brand new conspiracy theory, da 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 and yep. then
1: everybody just fucking loves it and they jack them off. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. So I'm talking about the smiley face killer theory today. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, you know this I one? like this. Yeah, you yeah. do. Well I, I, I could tell by your ooh.
0: I don't know if I know the theory, but I just I'm really intrigued by the smiley face yeah. killing thing.
1: yeah. I had heard about it here and there, but I learned a lot more when oxygen came out with the show yeah. last year you did you watch that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah um, the show's called Smiley Face Killers: The Hunt for Justice. The basic premise of this theory is that at least 100 young college-aged men have been found dead in bodies of water across the U.S. from the late 90s to the 2010s. The theory says that they were not accidental drownings like most of them were ruled, and they were really the work of a serial killer or gang of killers. I feel like, and I, I really feel like Oxygen did a really good job with that. They did.
0: I really, really enjoyed it, and I did learn a ton from it.
1: Yeah. The smiley face part comes from the fact that police have found graffiti depicting a smiley face close to where at least a dozen of the bodies were allegedly dumped into the water. The Oxygen miniseries followed a team of retired New York City detectives, including Kevin Gannon and Anthony Duarte, who further investigated several of these cases and have been looking into them for 20 years. And they're convinced these cases are connected. So Gannon told Oxygen.com, this is a direct quote again, Quote, what we've determined is they're a well-structured, organized gang with cells in major cities across the United States who drug, abduct, hold the victims for a period of time alive before they murder them, and then place them in the water. End quote. Obviously, no murderers are good and no killings
0: are good, but do you think it would be kind of, um, I shouldn't say ironic, I don't know. I, I bet it's a, a group of women. <laughs> I feel like it's a group of women doing this. If it was a group... Yeah, maybe. And also, they're never going to get caught because they're fucking smart because they're women.
1: Agree. You know? Women are smart. Yeah.
0: But I still... I mean, I fucking—I don't condone it and they're
1: fucked right. up and they shouldn't no. be doing that shit. That would There's, be a that would be a twisty turny event, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I mean, it's almost like I write I books didn't even for a living. Think about that. What did
0: you just say? I said it's almost like I write books for a living. Oh, gosh. Um, But no, really, though. That would just... Yeah. I mean, it doesn't fucking make it right just because I'm a no. woman and I think it's a woman doing it. I think that they're fucked up
1: and they should come forward so they can go to prison and they can tell the families what really happened, but... Okay, you're getting way ahead of yourself Okay, sorry. But no, I didn't even think about that. A lot of people, including authorities, believe these cases are completely unrelated and that this is all just an urban legend, so to speak. But there is some alarming new evidence that goes beyond circumstantial that just might convince you otherwise. Okay. Yeah, you don't need to convince me though, so... Well, maybe the listeners need convincing. Okay, okay, okay. I'm talking to everybody right now. I'm talking to the world. Are you doing ASMR? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're going to whisper. Hey. Okay. Okay. All of these young men were found deceased in water, had disappeared after a night of drinking with friends, and a lot of them had vanished from bars. Unidentified drugs were found in several of their toxicology reports, including. Were they the same drugs found throughout these different. Unidentified drugs. (laughs)
0: That it was that to something. <laughs> Can you leave this in?
1: <laughs> Why? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Including in 99% of the victims, 99% of them, uh-huh. GHB was found. So that's one that 99% of them have in common. The other drugs were unidentified.
0: Yeah, right. And okay, so these Hello. So law enforcement doesn't think that it's weird that they're like what do, what do they think they're gonna do they're gonna just they're take not. wait that's a good question mm-hmm. does anybody take ghb like does it give you a
1: high or anything yeah so Ooh, i guess okay. it's a thing i don't know if how recently it became a thing but i guess people do take it in small doses when they're out partying but usually not with alcohol they all had alcohol in their systems yeah, that's so weird so i don't know huh. could they could have been slipped you know, or you know, they could have been roofied. They yeah. could have taken it. See, that's the only time I ever hear of that drug is right. when,
0: you know, people are trying to when get people... someone to
1: be unconscious. <laughs> yeah. In a lot of the cases things were missed. I guess is the word. Detectives found glaring inconsistencies with police's initial investigations, which often stated that the victims died from undetermined or accidental drownings. So, 24-year-old Tommy Booth's body was found two weeks after he went missing in a creek that had already been searched.
0: Hmm. Okay. Rigor
1: mortis typically goes away within 24 to 48 hours after death, but his body was found in full rigor. Okay. Okay. Two weeks after he went missing. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So where was he? I remember hearing about that on the oxygen special. So where was he for these two weeks? He, I mean, he could have been held somewhere. See? Like the theory suggests. So that completely should have shut down the theory that he was walking home from the bar Mm -hmm. and stumbled into the fucking water. he disappeared from the bar. Right. Like they couldn't figure out if he had gone out because there was a back door. Uh Uh-huh. They don't know. They don't know if he walked out the back but door. Still aren't, but still, didn't investigators the creek, the creek ran right along the back right. of the bar. So didn't investigators try and say that he stumbled into the water just mm-hmm. like the rest of them did? But it's a creek, and he wasn't found really like in deep water.
0: Yeah. See, that's what I don't get. So yeah. that should have been totally overturned.
1: Mm-hmm. Especially if it was too weeks at after. At least looked into more. Mm-hmm. At the very least. Hmm. Um, Another example, when police found the remains of 23-year-old Dakota James in the Ohio River, he'd been missing for 40 days, but his body had gone through minimal deterioration. Despite traveling 10 miles downstream, going underneath a concrete and steel dam, his body showed decomp that would have equated to about three days submerged. Yeah. And he was missing for 40 yeah, I can't see. I can't get
0: behind their mm-hmm. theory then.
1: If he was submerged in water for over a month, he would have looked very, very different. Right. Um, Dakota's parents asked former Allegheny County medical examiner Cyril Wecht to review. He Cyril Wecht, he was on like the Casey Anthony, like he's high profile. Ooh, damn. You'd okay. probably know him if you saw him. I'm sure. Cyril Wecht reviewed Dakota's autopsy report and he found what appeared to be ligature marks around his neck, indicating that he was strangled. So how was that missed the first time? Or was it ignored? Mm -hmm. So on October 8th, 2009, 24-year-old Navy veteran William Hurley attended a Boston Bruins home game. He called his girlfriend Claire about halfway through the game and he told her he wanted to go home. He said he was tired from working all day he didn't really like hockey anyway and he just wanted to go home claire drove to the stadium to pick william up but when she got there he was nowhere to be found she wasn't able to pull over because of the traffic so claire tried william's cell phone again and when he picked up he sounded kind of disoriented like kind of and she i remember on the show she said he was scared he sounded scared disoriented not himself She was wondering why he just kept walking, wandering around instead of staying put. Mm -hmm. Um, She asked him to get someone to tell him where he was. And she heard someone in the background tell him that he was at 99 Nashua Street. And that's a parking lot behind Bank North Garden. William told Claire his phone was about to die and then the call cut out. She couldn't find William at that address. So she tried calling him again, but his battery had died. Now surveillance footage caught William leaving the arena or walking out. And you could just tell something was off by the way he was walking and moving just yeah. wasn't normal. Reports state that he only had two drinks before the game and one beer while he was there. In his family, there was a quote, I think, from his mom or his sister that said like, he could hold his alcohol. like yeah. He wasn't. He, mama didn't he wasn't raise no a, bitch. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: he, he wasn't like easily drunk or intoxicated. He was probably someone who drank enough to... I mean, he was a college yeah. guy. Like, he, he wasn't going to yeah. get like wasted off of three beers mm-hmm. and stumble around. I know yep. what you mean. Yep. William's body was found upstream in the Charles River six days after he went missing. It's not very far from the address he gave Claire. Like okay. It's definitely walking distance. He had signs of blunt force trauma to his head. An eye socket and his left leg alcohol and an abnormal amount of GHB was found in his system but his death was still ruled an accidental drowning like yeah, what see? i don't get it i blunt don't get blunt force that. trauma right ghb right i don't understand like, I don't get it. And these, the thing that really gets me is that this is, these aren't
0: all just in one town. They're scattered around. Mm-hmm. So if it's something like that we're just purposely ignoring and not realizing and ruling a different way, then yeah. there's a lot of people fucking in on it. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yep.
1: William's phone was found completely destroyed close to that 99 Nashua Street address. It was returned to the family who... And I don't know if they were told this by the police or if they just assumed, but the family was under the impression that the phone was run over by a car cuz it was okay. just kind of discarded, not purposefully, maybe purposefully run sure. over. But on the oxygen series, the team was able to get the phone from Williams' family and have it examined by forensic analyst Derek Ellington. He brings up good points like if the phone was run over, it would kind of be like smushed. Right. Maybe a cracked screen, but he noted significant damage to the phone's hinge because it was like a slip slip flippy (laughs) flippy slidey phone you know because it was 2009 yeah right it wasn't like a smartphone with just the big screen like we have now the hinge was kind of like you could tell it was kind of like twisted okay and you think about how you're going to destroy a phone like that Mm -hmm. that's that's what you would do maybe take the battery out maybe the sim card and then grab it and twist right so a car doesn't grab a twist a phone. No. It just doesn't. Right. That
0: <laughs> just isn't really possible. No,
1: they don't. They don't do that. So other factors in some of these cases include inconsistencies with lividity, decomp time, lack of bloating, which Ooh, is a big one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which, yeah, which would lead one to believe that the person died on land. Right. So... <laughs> that's how I wrote it. So... so- if we look at the flip side of all of this, and these aren't the only cases where the evidence is inconsistent with right. the rulings, like there's a lot. Right, Those are right, just, right, right, These are just the main ones that they yeah. covered on the show, um, but if we look at all the cases in a different way, I can see both sides. Okay. They were all drinking right before they went missing. Alcohol can make you do stupid, stupid things. <laughs> we would know about we that. We know all about that. Okay. The, uh, see, I'm from the Midwest. The, uh, <laughs> Get back uh, to the <laughs> regularly scheduled episode, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> episode. Dang it. I don't think Dang it's, it. <laughs> it's gosh darn it. Oh, gosh darn gosh it. Gosh darn it. God damn it. God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> okay. I don't think it's that far out of the realm of possibility that some of these men did wander off and drown. Sure. Some of, of them. Course. Some of them. Not it, the ones I feel with like strangulation marks and blunt force trauma, but some of them, right. maybe. I feel like it's probable to say mm-hmm. that if there's a bunch
0: of guys drinking yes. and there's a body of water nearby mm-hmm. and all signs point to the fact that they slipped in and fell and drowned, right. okay, but not if there's a
1: strangulation mark no. around someone's neck. Right. Right. But, yeah, like, we know young college-age guys can be fucking and stupid. girls. Not yeah. all of them. It's just... But you know what I'm talking about. It's part of the program. Look you what I'm about feel, to do. Ha, ha, ha. You finally like, feel free, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so you decide to do dumb shit. And you can drink legally now. You're 21, or maybe you're not quite 21, but you can go to the damn bar... Right. ...and get drunk. Right. And you feel like a real Badass. fucking adult. Yeah. <laughs> And then a couple years later, you realize that everything fucking sucks and you mm-hmm. have to pay combat and Nycor and a bunch of other shit. Yep. Yeah. Or maybe they were dared. Like, maybe. guys right. do that stupid shit, too. Like, they want to be on jackass, which guys. is probably popular when some of these... Guys like to, like, beat on going. their chest and be like, oh, ho. Oh. Yeah. And then you're drunk. Your inhibitions are lowered. Right. There's just a lot of ways it can go south. They could have been accidents. Right. But as for the GHB, um, GHB is found naturally in our bodies. But the levels found in the deceased were abnormal. I was asking around, like we were talking about, to see if taking GHB willingly was a th- is a thing. Mm-hmm. And I googled, and it is. It's a thing. But that doesn't mean they did take it willingly, but it right. means that it's possible that they could have. Right. So right. it's just so hard. You don't know. It, it kind of just goes back to... I mean, I don't want to dismiss them all as, you know, you're a young, dumb college guy. Right. But I could see... In a party setting, I could see that happening. Them taking it willingly or maybe yeah, I, thinking yeah. it was something else. Right. Or not even
0: knowing what they're taking. Yeah. Because there's plenty mm-hmm. of times when you're in a situation and people are just like, here, take this and right. you do
1: because you're Yeah. And dumb. if you're already drunk, then. Yeah. And you're young and you're impressionable mm-hmm. and you just do yep. things. I don't think that's the case, but I don't know. So the smiley face graffiti. This is the one that makes the least amount of sense to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's the stupidest clue. If it were something more distinctive, like a specific symbol that's not found everywhere already, right. then I could see them. I could see it being like a huge thing. Um, Michael Arntfield, who is a criminologist and true crime expert, conducted a study and his students found that smiley faces are the most common non-gang related graffiti tag in the U.S. national database.
0: Yeah. I mean, everybody most can common draw... Thing.
1: Everyone can draw a smiley face. You know what I mean? I know like when I'm doodling, that's like the first thing that I draw. Oh, I normally draw a frowny face. Do you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, your glass is half empty. Yes, I am. (laughs) And none of the ones that they found at the the scenes even really look alike. They're different colors, sizes, styles. Some have long eyes, you know, like the two long eyes. Some have a nose. Some have the circle around it. Some don't. So I don't know. I don't know about that either now. Yeah. I don't think I caught on to the fact that they all look differently, too. Mm -hmm.
0: And normally, I mean, if it's a serial killer and they are wanting
1: the public to know that Mm -hmm. it's them, they're going to do it the same way every time. Yep. Exactly. It's a signature, you know. Yep. So after Duarte and Gannon made their smiley face killers theory public, supervisory special agent Richard J. Coco of the FBI released a statement saying, quote, To date, we have not developed any evidence to support links between these tragic deaths or any evidence substantiating the theory that these deaths are the work of a serial killer or killers. The vast majority of these instances appear to be alcohol-related drownings. The FBI will continue to work with the local police in the affected areas to provide support as requested." So critics of the smiley face killers theory basically just say there is a pattern of young men with similarities. In high-risk situations, binge drinking and risky behavior drowning accidentally. In my personal opinion, I don't think there's a gang of serial killers doing this or even one serial killer who's going around doing this, but these, I don't think they're even connected. No. Not all of them, And I, but I also don't think they were all accidental drownings. I think some were homicides. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. But I don't think it's a, it's a smiley face killer or killers. I really don't. I think it's a gang of women okay
0: i'm gonna Um, leave it like that (laughs) i do
1: think some of them were drowned and murdered and dumped in the water and they really need to be investigated more yes i get why they think they could be all connected but sometimes it's just fear and the need for an answer like the need to know why that kind of makes you know right it makes these things happen um but i don't i don't think it's the case what do you think you think it's a gang of women yeah. yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with my original answer all right jerry They just all like to draw smiley faces differently. Yeah. I mean, we're
0: not going to conform to drawing our fucking smiley faces one way.
1: Okay. (laughs) Okay. We? Did you say we? Yeah, Is there something you'd like to tell us?
0: (laughs) Not on this podcast. Shit, everybody.
1: (laughs) Watch out for her mugshot. Yeah,
0: but no, I really do. I I don't know. I think that
1: I can see Like you said, I can see both sides. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I, I, I don't think they're all connected. This is probably why I'm not. This is why I don't believe in conspiracy theories, because I can see both sides of everything that's all the, the hard time. Thing. And yeah. that's my motherfucking problem.
0: You've got a lot of problems, but that is just one, one yeah. more problem of mm-hmm. yours. But yeah, like I was telling you earlier, I don't like to just see in black and white. I like to see mm-hmm. little sprinkles of pink and blue and gold. <laughs> <laughs> and all the you colors know I mean. of the
1: rainbow. Yeah.
0: I liked, I, I, that is one thing that I enjoy about myself. <laughs>
1: is thing. that only one of the things you enjoy about yourself it's just the of one your thing. long list of things you enjoy no, it's about just yourself the one including thing. your own voice oh no, I
0: fucking, <laughs> no it's just the one thing is that i feel like i can see things from a lot of different sides so i can put myself in other people's shoes like yeah. even when i'm having an argument mm-hmm. i'm like oh like halfway through the argument i'm like oh fuck
1: am i I'm wrong the same way you know what i mean yep all right so victoria oh you're done i'm done oh shit are you gonna tell me a story now why are you just swirling that wine in that wine
0: glass at me? Okay. I am going to be talking about the mother effing Mandela effect. The mother effing Mandela effect? I've <laughs> only heard of the regular Mandela effect. Please tell wrote, me about this. That's how I wrote it in my notes. Also, I keep pronouncing it Mandala. 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 Say
1: so tour. If, tour. 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 Can everybody, I'm going to put a poll in the group. Yeah, asking if you say tour, which is the correct way, or tour, tour, which is stupid. I say tour. It's tour. I think I say tour because my name is Tori. So whenever I see,
0: like Tori's going on tour, T's and O's. We've had this conversation like years. Tori's going on tour. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Also, I keep pronouncing Mandela. See, I can't even pronounce it right. I keep pronouncing Mandela, man. Nelson Mandela, man. I keep pronouncing (laughs) Mandela, mandala. So if I refer to the Mandela effect as Mandela during this, just know I know what it is. Yeah. She's not talking about a white girl tattoo. I <laughs> know. Okay. Um, now, have you looked into it since I told you that I was going to do this? Not really. But
1: you said that you are like you and your brother talk about it a lot, right? Yeah. My brother and I have a um, ongoing text message Thread. Um, conversation. <laughs> and every time we think of a new one, we, we tell each other. That's cool. That's I'll tell sweet. you like the last one. When you're done, I'll tell you the last one. The last so one. Okay. one. I'll tell you the last one. Okay, thanks. Okay. You're welcome. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, why is the Mandela effect so powerful? Because number one, you remember it so incredibly well. So it's almost like there's no there's no disputing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, that's exactly how it was. It just is. Yeah. It's not like oh maybe hmm I maybe that no it isn't It's mm-hmm. just. That's what it is. Yeah. And number two, other people remember it the exact same way that you did. And sometimes a lot of people, like mass amounts of people on the internet. And Reddit is basically made for shit like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Reddit's <laughs> the hub for this stuff, you know. <laughs> You're really just being my hype man from the Midwest. <laughs> um, in, t- in 2009, Fiona Broom launched the Mandela Effect website to document memories that didn't match our current reality and its history. Today, this website documents those foundational discussions and theories. It basically all started back at one of the Dragon Con conventions.
1: <laughs> oh, did you know that? My favorite. No, I didn't know oh, that.
0: Okay. So Fiona was like in conversation with someone and somehow Nelson Mandela got brought up. And then the Mandela effect was just kind of born from there. And then she developed the website and all of that. And I'm sure the majority of you who are listening know about nelson mandela but if you don't the whole mandela effect thing behind him is the fact that a lot of people when he ended up actually dying thought that they remembered him clearly dying in prison back in the 80s which is super like um everyone do you everyone
1: you yeah i don't i mean i wasn't alive in the 80s so no But you don't remember like you can still have like oh i thought he died in the 80s you know
0: I'm kind of ashamed to say that I didn't ever really think about Nelson Mandela. Neither did I. I, He just wasn't like in
1: the forefront of my mind. I was too young. I mean, it's because he he died in the 80s. Yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Um...
0: (laughs) And I just want to be clear that the Mandela effect itself is not a conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. which is kind of strange. Like, I'm doing it during our conspiracy theory no, episode. I get it.
1: It's a weird shit. It's, yeah, but
0: yeah. it's an actual the the Mandela effect is an actual thing, and I'll get into it and probably burst a lot of
1: your bubbles. <laughs> it's fine. I like my bubbles to be burst. Yeah. Oh, what? What? Burst my fucking bubble. <laughs> <laughs> um, the
0: conspiracy is that alternate realities are associated with the Mandela effect.
1: Mm. Okay. I think those are some of my favorites. Like we're living in a matrix. Yes. Things are simulations. Because the moon's how? Not real. Right. How can you prove that we're not living in a matrix? You can't really. prove it. No one can prove you that. You cannot
0: disprove that. Mm-mm. Okay. Anyways, on Fiona Broom's website, she says, "Quote." But my favorite conversations were in the early days of the Mandela effect. That's when some of us speculated that parallel realities exist, and until now, we've been sliding between them without realizing it, end quote. I really Mm. like that theory. I do too. I feel like sliding between realities is fun. something that sounds real great <laughs> like the sliding thing. yeah but we don't know but it makes you think of like a slip and slide right yeah. and yeah, that's well, we fun. don't know when we're sliding right well right you don't know until you discover something that's real fucked up that is not right and then
1: you're have like have you oh. ever had a glitch in the matrix thing um like I feel like experience. my deja vu is that. I feel like you could argue that deja vu is the glitch in the I matrix. I get that sometimes. You get a lot of like, oh, I see this number everywhere yes. or this or that. I don't get this stuff. No. Or believe in ghosts because I've never had a ghost experience. If there is any such thing as like being a sensitive, like, what is it called? Being sensitive to this stuff? I think it's like... It's you more than me. Oh, 1
0: million percent. Yeah. Now... Before I get into exactly why this happens, and I really literally do burst everyone's bubbles, and the science behind it, I want to actually give you a little pop quiz. Oh, God. (laughs) Am I putting you on the spot? Did I study? No, you didn't. Um, But since you're familiar with this, you're probably going to know all of them, but this is more so for you guys, the listeners, so I want you to play along, please. I'm not going to know if you don't, but please just do it. (laughs) Okay, so number one, obviously, Nelson Mandela we already talked about him so that's just like a a a point that you get that's extra credit extra credit that I gave you okay see number two and everyone knows this one because it literally blew up on the internet a few years ago is it the Bernstein bears or the Bernstein bears it's stain yeah but do you remember it
1: that way yep no I distinctly remember confident because you know why why I remember thinking why aren't they saying stain if that's what it says in the book, they're saying Steen, the teacher, like it was being read to me. Oh, okay. And I, I remember thinking I could see the cover. Why aren't they saying Stain? See, I could see the cover and it said Steen.
0: Yeah, a lot of people. But you know what? Um, I oh, Shoot, I can't remember if this was a podcast I was listening to or it might have just been something that I was reading. So I'm not going to like fully exactly know what it was but someone was saying this was so this was like back in the 80s I guess probably that these things were being printed mm-hmm. and there was even a doll a bear and someone said that it was spelled right it was so it was spelled right quote-unquote right mm-hmm. as Bernstein and then at the bottom it was spelled it was spelled Bernstein oh really like people didn't proofread yeah and so like when typically when you're I guess if if Bernstein was a common name, you would you would think between the two, Bernstein sounds right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Bernstein is like what,
1: right? So you know I what could I mean? it's either way. It's an easy name to get mixed yeah. up for the other. Yeah, and
0: I I mean that was the author's name. Like mm-hmm. they named them after themselves, right? So it makes sense. But oh, I didn't even I think still, about that. Yeah, yeah, I still really was on i was like pro bernstein yeah also did you know what people
1: pronounce it berenstein and barons? that's how i always did and you that's did? how i was taught yeah oh they my would always God. say berenstein and i'm wondering i'm looking at it like wondering why they're why they're not saying stain yeah So I just went along with it, (laughs) you know. Okay, I guess that's right. They teach me this phonics shit and then they go against it. (laughs) Whatever, MBK. I've always pronounced it Bernstein. Has anyone else? That's how I pronounce it and always will. But I do remember it being spelled stain. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Whatever. It's weird. Um, Number three, is it
0: Oscar Mayer or Oscar Meyer? I know it's Mayer, but it's Meyer. <laughs> yeah, right. It's that. That fucked me up. Yeah. I always you, you thought think. that it was Oscar Meyer Because that's how you say it. That's how you sing the song. Yeah. My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has a second name. It's M-E-Y-E-R. That's all I know. Wait. Baloney has a second name. It's M-E-Y-E-R. <laughs> if you ask me if I'll eat it every day, that's I don't not know, right. Is it? I only know that beginning God part. Dear, right. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, it's Oscar <laughs> Mayer. But to me, in my heart, it will always be Oscar Mayer. It's
1: Oscar Mayer. I don't give a fuck what the Founding Fathers say.
0: <laughs> okay. This one you might just not know unless you looked it up. Pikachu's tail. Yellow or yellow and black? Yellow and black? Nope. But nope. everybody fucking thinks it has like I don't the know. end was black. I'm not a fucking nerd. But no, it's just yellow. Just yellow. It's just yellow? Yep. Okay. I never thought about that. Yeah, number five is it, Kit Kat with a hyphen or Kit Kat no hyphen? There's a hyphen, not a hyphen. <laughs> Shit, <They> fail. <laughs> but I always thought that there was a hyphen too. There should be because there is in a different reality, in Canada. Sure, okay. <laughs> um, any Canadians listening? I know there is because I can see analytics. Hey, <laughs> hey, Canadians. Um, okay. Is it Flintstones or Flintstones? T Flint. Yeah, no, it isn't. It's though. not. It is. Oh, but I don't feel like it is because Flint is stone, like rock. I know, but it, but the, you always say Flintstones. You say
1: Flintstones, but that's just us being lazy. Oh, I guess it's Flint.
0: But I always thought it was just Flynn, Flintstones, and I know other people did too. I don't want to hear the bullshit, Katie.
1: I know that. Okay, <laughs> but I seriously was <laughs> expecting you to say no. It's Flynn. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just telling you what I know. I okay. Don't know. Number seven
0: in Snow White. Do you know this one?
1: This is the one I was going to tell you that oh. I just texted my brother about. Off okay. to work we go, but it's not. It's home from work we go. No. <gasps> okay. Then I have another okay, one for you. Okay. Tell me. Okay. They, the dwarfs don't sing hi ho, hi ho, it's hi-ho, off to work we go.
0: It's up to work we go. No,
1: it's home from work we go.
0: Hi ho, hi ho,
1: home from work we That's stupid. It's home, that's how, that's what it is I though. don't like that at nope, all. But that's what it is. I didn't really? know that either. Yeah. I don't like that one. Nope. Hmm. but that's it's
0: true okay i mean i guess i never paid a whole lot of attention but I, whenever i like my mom would sing it in the <laughs> yeah mornings, like in whistle and shit yeah <laughs> okay tina <laughs> no the one i was going to say was okay is it what it, okay blank blank on the wall what does the the queen say when she's looking in the mirror i don't know what the fuck you're talking about
1: you don't know what blank blank on the wall blank blank on the wall oh mirror mirror no but I know it's not magic I, mirror. This up. I know that's what? not that's not right no that isn't right no magic mirror no no it's mirror mirror no, and I don't that's care where what we they all say got mirror 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 on the wall Tori's Voging. yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay so that one really messed me up too yeah I was like that is not fucking I read right.
1: about that one but I don't believe
0: it okay number eight what is the famous line from one of the Star Wars movies Blank. I am your father. Luke, I am your father. Yeah, but he doesn't ever fucking say Luke. Where does that come from then? That's where it comes from. Who started it? I don't know. Who
1: started this fucking rumor?
0: (laughs) (laughs) This might be the worst one of all because that's like a very quoted thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like. And it says it's just I am your father. He just says I am your father, but he's saying it to Luke. Yeah. (sighs) Yep. Okay. Okay i hate that one um number I hate the nine magic anyway what i hate the magic mirror i really don't like That's that one. Either. stupid number nine do you remember one of the famous lines from silence of the lambs oh hello clarice yes but it's actually just good morning oh. he never
1: says hello clarice does he say your name like that nope oh what the fuck well where did that come from i have no idea you know what i bet that was what and star wars i bet they cut it and made a special thing just for trailers maybe they might I have. bet you they did it's a good idea but i don't i like to think that i'm sliding around okay <laughs> okay
0: slip and slide number 10 we are the champions of the world you know that one okay well he didn't really say of the world at the end like that i guarantee you he does no i hate that can we listen to it right now (laughs) we could but i don't want to uh number 11 is neil
1: armstrong alive or dead alive dead 2012 do you even remember that because i don't because 2012 is when the world ended yes that's another one yep that is another one i forgot about that and i didn't even put that in my research i can get behind that yep yep because they say like times move has started moving faster since mm-hmm. 2012, which it probably isn't. It's probably just us getting older, but maybe it does seem like it's going fast. Everything seems like like it's I'm going sitting really here fast. working all day, uh-huh. and I look up and it's been like five hours. Yep, I'm like fuck, I have to put pants on. Number twelve, many
0: people remember Patrick Swayze and that he had pancreatic cancer. Yes, is he alive or dead? He's dead. Yes, but many people remember like vividly remember him recovering really yes and i'm one of those people. i've never
1: really mm-hmm. no because yes. it was a big deal when he died i know see i don't where remember where were that. you i i
0: vividly remember like him going on talk shows and stuff really yes and talking about his recovery
1: oh my god that
0: makes him sound like a like a drug addict but about <laughs> his him recovering from yeah. it yeah i remember that no i remember Very him dying so. no and everybody's
1: like oh dirty dancing Nope. Oh, no. I've never seen Dirty Dancing.
0: See, that's where you f- have really
1: fucked up with your life. Because I'm sorry.
0: you have to see movies like that, Katie. Okay, so now I-, I would really love to know how everybody did on that little quiz.
1: Yeah, let us know. <laughs> because
0: it really fucked me up very, very badly. A lot of those. Mm-hmm. Like the Bernstein Bears one and the Nelson Mandela one, like I had remembered. But mm-hmm. the Oscar Mayer one, the Snow White one. But yeah. The Luke, I am your father one. Okay, so as for the alternate reality theory from PRI.com, quote, for some Mandela effect enthusiast, the phenomenon fuels theories about alternate realities. I think that's a really cool idea, says Harvard neuroscientist Steve Ramirez. But until it becomes a kind of trackable, testable hypothesis, it's very good science fiction, end quote. <laughs> Which yeah. I hate, but at the same time,
1: like, he's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's a very... Yeah, it's very easy to go along with the crowd. Like, oh, yeah, I remember that, too. Even right. if, like, you maybe you're not sure what you remember. Right,
0: and I'll get into that, too. Okay. I found
1: a little bit more information on that from Snopes.com.
0: There's a theory based on principles of quantum mechanics. It basically states that people who experience a Mandela effect might actually be sliding between parallel realities. So, like the Bernstein-Bear thing. We all grew up in the universe with it being that, and then we all woke up in a new reality, and it was Bernstein. <gasps> Does that mean I was in this reality the
1: whole time then? Yeah, I guess you're not sliding around like the rest of us, so that sucks for you. Maybe I'm sliding to other different ones. Just not that one.
0: Another theory says that unbeknownst to ourselves, we all exist within something resembling a holodeck, which is a device in the world of the Star Trek series, which obviously neither of us would know about it because we don't watch Star Trek. (laughs) Um, A holodeck is a device in the world of the Star Trek series that creates a virtual reality experience for recreational purposes. It hmm. actually sounds kind of cool. Maybe we should yeah. figure out. I don't. Should we watch Star Trek? Should we be Trekkies? Should we? <laughs> Maybe okay. we should.
1: I feel like I'm more Team Trekkie than I am more Agreed. than I am Team Star Wars. Agree.
0: In okay, so in that theory, apparent memory glitches are actually software glitches that cause inconsistencies in our perception of reality. Software glitches. Isn't that
1: interesting though? Yeah, yeah. I also feel like it's just a bunch of computer nerds <laughs> who well- <laughs> are.
0: I I I do, too. It just sounds really cool. It does. Okay. And now for the science behind the Mandela Effect. And this is from BigThink.com. A leading psychological theory holds that memory is constructive, not reproductive, meaning the brain builds memories out of various bits and pieces of information on the fly, as opposed to playing them back like a recording. I found that really interesting, Mm. right? It also makes my brain hurt. (laughs) But it's Mm. it's interesting. It is very interesting. It's very intriguing because that's what you would think. Like when you are having a memory, it's like you're seeing like a
1: video on your iPhone playing back. You know what I mean? Yeah. But wait, okay. So since you you think in words a lot and not pictures, do you see your memories in like videos or do you see how and how, how do you see them?
0: I think I can do either one, but like I said, my default is i think about things in words yeah not in pictures but sometimes like in therapy <laughs> in my therapy sessions yeah if she's telling me to like go back and think about something then i can and if it's something like shitty i can see i can see mm-hmm. pictures and like this is really interesting kind too. of like stills you know what i mean yeah like if so, i'm in a kitchen i can see like me in front of a fridge
1: right so tori and i we were out shopping the other day And we were trying to think of like more stores that we could go to where we were going to go next or whatever and i'm like (laughs) i picture i told her when we were sitting in her car i picture these stores i picture me in them i picture what they look like walking down the aisles the outside of them and tori's just like i'm just seeing like I don't see their names she's like I'm just thinking the names of these stores and like a Rolodex yeah no I see I say Rolodex because I have to have a visual yeah no (laughs) you don't see a Rolodex
0: no I don't see a Rolodex Uh, I literally I don't see shit I just if you're like okay what what are the what are the four stores down that way I'm just gonna think in my head Michael's and Hobby Lobby and and I see their signs and what they look
1: like what they smell like no none of that this is interesting too. It's weird that how brains can be different like yeah. that since they're supposedly. And it's weird that like nobody knew about this until like a month ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> or at least I didn't. I mean, I'm sure people knew <laughs> about it, but it didn't go like viral until a month ago. Right. I had no idea. Yeah. I thought everyone saw in video like I do or thought in video.
0: And I also would have never thought that you and I thought differently like that.
1: Right. Because I would we have think thought... so much alike. Right. Exactly. Just not in the same way. Right. And also I was telling Tori about how I, if I'm going somewhere that I've never been before, I picture it in my head and I do like a walkthrough and it's like a movie in my head. Even if I don't know what it looks like, I think of what it's going to look like. Like I make it up and then I get there and I'm always very disappointed because it never (laughs) looks how I think. So I'm not psychic. No, you're
0: not. (laughs) Not in the least. And then, so this is carrying on from bigthink.com. Memories are not pure. They can be distorted by any number of factors, including bias, association, imagination, and peer pressure.
1: Yes. Which and the this... peer
0: pressure thing is kind
1: of like all of like the Bernstein Bears and mm-hmm. Nelson Mandela and all of those. And that has a lot to do with true crime too, like older cases. What do you really remember from 20, 30 years ago? Exactly. Or what do you just think you're remembering?
0: And I was watching something the other day. I think it was while I was doing this research, and the way that people word things have a lot to do with what people recall yeah so let's say there was a video i think on youtube and i could find it if i if we needed to but there was some kind of there was like an accident right and the people who were watching it didn't know that it was staged but it was obviously so they could figure this out Mm -hmm. and so there was like a fake investigator okay and the investigator went up to one group of people so like group a And he said, how fast was the car when it smashed into the other car? Okay. Mm -hmm. Group B. How fast was the car when it bumped into the other car? Mm -hmm. And the people who he had said smashed to, 50 miles an hour. The people who he had said bumped to, maybe 10 or 15. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. So the way that, so that's what kind of got me thinking about, like, in these, like, big high profile cases and things that are going in front of juries, like the defense and, and all of that. They really can sway a
1: jury. Oh, yeah. The words and how you say them. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, and also appearances, too. Like, if you ever see, you know, they'll come and they'll be all, like, demure and I'm wearing a sweater set and pearls and I would never wear this, but it's how they want to come across. They want to come across as young and innocent right? or, yeah. Well, that's, like, what's her name? Who, I think we were talking about. Jodi Arias.
0: Yeah. She, like, dyed her hair brown. That just, once I saw that, it really got me thinking about just how much the judicial system can get really fucked. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Just by the way that you word things. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I really want to start looking more into as we are researching things. Yeah. Like getting more direct quotes and figuring out the exact words that people use when they were doing interrogations or when mm-hmm. they were in the courtroom. Yep. Psycho- okay, this is a quote, okay? Okay. Psychologists describe the disconnect between our memories and realities as a confabulation. The term describes a disturbance of memory, which can result in the production of fabricated or misinterpreted memories, even despite contradictory evidence. It may not even be intentionally happening and can be related to brain damage.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: Another explanation for the Mandela effect, as proposed by neuroscientist Caitlin Amet, and I might be saying that wrong, so it'll be linked, may be suggestibility. Our tendency to want to believe what others are suggesting to be true. So kind Mm -hmm. of what you had talked about. Yeah. We just kind of, there's, you're one of two ways. Either you're somebody who's like a conformist and you want to just go along with the crowd and Mm -hmm. you want to just take what people say and believe it, or you want to be a conspiracy theorist and you want to be like, no, that's not right. Let me think of all the ways that it could have happened instead of that way. Yeah. Aside from our tendency to want to believe what others are suggesting to be true, In the petri dish of the internet, it's really not surprising if supposed instances of the Mandela effect spread like memes. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's a meme for that. Dr. John Paul Garrison, a clinical and forensic psychologist, described this effect in an email interview with Forbes. Quote, I suspect that some memories are spontaneously created when we read certain Mandela effect news, wrote Garrison. However, once that new memory is in there, it might seem like it's been there forever. I feel like that's a lot of the case yeah isn't that weird though too Uh it's just like once you see yeah once you see something your brain is like oh i don't know if that's from two seconds ago or if that's from 15 years ago
1: yeah or you all of a sudden see a lot of different people so many people saying yeah that's what it was not this that's what it was not this then all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, that's what it was. Right. It's even a- if you don't, even if you didn't think that to begin with. Right. Isn't And so that's how you can see also, or how I can
0: see anyway, how crazy fucking brainwashing is mm-hmm. and how when people don't think it's a real thing or when people think it's just, you know, people trying to deceive other people. No, yeah. people can definitely be brainwashed. Oh, yeah. And this one is from PRI.com. Ramirez has extensively studied how memories, real and false ones, are formed in our brain. He explains that along with our memory of an event, we store information about how the event made us feel, even the sights, sounds, and smells associated with that memory. Pulling all of those relevant bits of information together, Ramirez explains, is an area of our brain known as the hippocampus. Which is kind of like how you were saying how you think in sights and smells and Mm. all of that, so that's
1: basically what he's saying yeah I walked into when Jackson first started preschool Uh at the same preschool I went to when I was little and I walked in there for the first time in however many years to sign him up and it smelled exactly the same really exactly the same (laughs) he goes
0: on to say but brain machinery like the hippocampus doesn't just help us recall the past it also is the exact same machinery that enables us to reconstruct the past Mm -hmm. Ramirez says And it also happens to be largely the same machinery that helps us imagine ourselves in the future. Oh, shit. Isn't that, isn't just, I'm so fascinated. Yeah. So to carry on from Ramirez's quote, he explains that's because the second that we recall a memory, our brain immediately begins the process of modifying it with bits and pieces of new information. Stop
1: (laughs) modifying my memories.
0: Hello. (laughs) Maybe things like the Mandela effect wouldn't exist, Brain, (gasps) Our resulting recollection is by nature impure. He says, quote, every memory is a kind of almost mild false memory. Hate that. End quote.
1: Isn't that crazy? It makes me feel like I'm not a person.
0: I know. Like we're just kind of living in a, um, what are those things called? Simulation?
1: I don't even know if I'm living anymore. (laughs) To be honest. You you don't know. You don't know. (laughs) I don't know.
0: So that's really I mean, that's that's the science behind it. That's why some people are very quick to be like, No, no, no. Yeah. This is why this is happening. It's not a glitch in the Matrix. It's actually this. Da 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 da. So that's I mean, that was a very short snippet yeah. <laughs> of it's... the Mandela effect and then obviously the science behind the alt that the Mandela effect and then alternate realities. Yeah. But I also have a couple other interesting, very quick conspiracy theories. Okay. So I was talking about conspiracy theories in that same Facebook group that I mentioned earlier, and I wanted to share some of the really like out there weird ones. Yes. Or the ones that I found kind of intriguing. Number one, what if mirrors are actually something that you can walk through, but your reflection stops you? There's no way fucking around your reflection.
1: That's true. So
0: what if you really can go through a mirror, but you can't? (laughs) and nothing can because like even if you threw something to try to get it through that has a reflection well it's also glass but that doesn't matter <laughs> you could still walk through it potentially <laughs> <Can> you? <laughs> maybe you don't know okay so that that's was the true first that's one. a good one though. yeah yeah i that really mm. made me at first i was like wow that's really stupid but then i was like wait mm-hmm. but how would you know right the second one so one person said that they had a sales rep come into their work okay and somehow they started jokingly talking about conspiracy theories, and they eventually touch on 9-11 because you can't talk about conspiracy theories without talking about 9-11. Mm-hmm. And the Rep's brother works either in or near D.C. and is in the military. Apparently, it's common knowledge wherever he works around D.C. that there was no plane involved with the Pentagon. He said, quote, we can't publicize the information, but we all know, end quote. Oh, man. Isn't
1: that weird? That is very weird. That's really weird.
0: Like, but do you all know, because you're all being fucking conspiracy theorists. Next one. One woman said, and I actually kind of like this one. I feel like a
1: Debbie Downer because I just naturally doubt everything. Yeah. So who the fuck is the glass half empty type of person here? I will fucking admit to that to the cows. Come home. (laughs) (laughs) Come on home, cows. Okay.
0: One woman said on there, what if people who hear voices, so like schizophrenia, Mm Mm-hmm. Or and probably other things that I'm not mentioning, and other forms, other forms of mental illnesses that are diagnosed like that, just have greater access to more of their brain power, and they tap into other realities. So kind of like having hallucinations and hearing voices, and people write them off as having a mental disorder, but they are actually picking up on other realities, like a radio picking up other stations mid-song. Mm. You know, I don't know, but that scares me. And then the last one that I thought was this one is like <laughs> this one is. Different. Okay. <laughs> and this is a complete quote. Okay. So okay. The, none of these are my words. Quote, I believe we are all possessed by demons. And if oh. only one, you don't do bad stuff. If more than five, you can end up shooting up a school or a mall. When the
1: host dies, they just hop over to the new host, usually a family member. End this, quote. This person was a supernatural fan. Isn't that funny? guarantee it. <laughs> This person is a big Mark Pellegrino fan. I just
0: think that that was funny. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't ask for like the most made up one. Right.
1: I just asked for like a strange one. I mean, who am I to say? You have no
0: idea. <sighs> anyway. Man. So that's all I got for this episode of the conspiracy theory
1: stuff. There's so much. We could just go on forever and well, ever. Which is good because we are it's hoping great. to have some more podcast episodes about this. Yeah. It. We're going to do more, probably more conspiracy ones later on about different late things later 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 because it really hurts my brain mine too it's so much to think about and it gives me anxiety
0: i think it just is the fact that there really could be so many different ways and like i said i like to know and -hmm. see different ways of things but then Mm -hmm.
1: that's when my anxiety level peaks yeah i hate that there's just no way of really knowing Anything, there, Victoria? Yes. What are you watching, reading, listening to?
0: Oh my God! Okay, watching. I've been really bad about watching TV because of this baby I have. All of a sudden, maybe that's better though about watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like I didn't have a baby and now she's just here and she's in. <laughs> she's really screwing up my TV. Watching the stork that. just dropped her
1: off, man. I don't know where she came from.
0: Um, let's see. Oh, you know what? what? This is really embarrassing to admit. Okay, just do it anyway. Okay. Netflix, Love is Blind. Are you watching that? Yeah. I knew you would be because you love that shit. You know, here's the thing about me. I knew it. I've always really liked to watch like really shitty scripted reality TV. You always have. Because it just gets me out of my head. I just hate it. That's literally one of the only things that I can do to make my brain not think about shit. Yeah, that's fine. So I started watching Love is Blind and I think I'm like almost done now. Mm-hmm thank fucking god because it's terrible you
1: love it it is like the worst the worst reality tv ever hey victoria yes tori will you just admit that you love it real quick
0: but i don't i love <laughs> here's kidding. what i love
1: i love what? not being in my own head
0: that's fine but i know like logically that the fucking shows are terrible yeah okay um <clears throat> reading i just got an art copy of a fighting chance from cat savage mm-hmm. so me too I haven't even had time to start. I think I read two pages and then Nora freaked out. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the two pages I've read were really good. <laughs> so I want to know more. Go cat. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that. Um, reading, watching, listening to. Listening to. Ooh. I haven't really got to listen to any podcasts lately.
1: No. Okay. Right. But what about you? Reading, watching, listening. Um, I finally watched, started Forensic Files 2. Okay. I'm going to spoil the whole first episode Don't, real quick. Because I want to watch it. It's so fucking stupid. Okay. Fine. I mean, it's not stupid. The guy's stupid. Okay, fine. Go. All right. So he stages his wife's suicide. Okay. She's like nine months pregnant. Mm. He totally stages it. He gets away with it. And then he fucking goes, oh my God, he's so fucking stupid. He, he's um the ninja burglar. Mm. He breaks into people's houses like a fucking ninja. He calls himself a ninja burglar, steals panties and shit. He goes to prison for like seven years for that. Wait. He's such a fucking douchebag. Wait.
0: What? You said he breaks into their houses like a ninja. So does he like roll through the door? I'm assuming so because he called
1: himself a ninja burglar. Yeah. Ninja burglar. Oh, God. Is he balding? Yeah. That's what I picture. Um, so then he goes to prison for like seven years for that. His house burns down. I think it's like early 2000s. His house catches on fire, burns down. He calls 911 to report the fire. In the background, you hear him saying, oh, babe, we forgot the stupid ferret. Oh, my God. So he set his own house on fire to get insurance money. What like, a how fucking, fucking idiot. stupid! And then when he's standing with the cops watching his house, but you know, watching the firefighters fight the fire, Yeah. he says to the cop, Oh, my my wife committed suicide in the eighties, my pregnant wife and she died. Just out what? of fucking nowhere. What? Like you fucking moronic piece of shit. Yeah. So then that makes the cop want to look into it more and he gets arrested for her murder. What? Um just like like fucking stupid. I'm actually glad that you spoiled this. Yeah, like just the dumbest man I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Um. Well, there's reading. That. I started the Sundown Motel. It's really good so far. I haven't gotten very far, but um, it's really good. And I also got Cat's book. I have to read that too. Um, listening to. I've been really into Counterclock. I've never listened. I, I told to you about it's about the murder of denise johnson okay she was found murdered in her home and her house was set on fire and it's unsolved but um the host is delia d'ambra and she's really really good and she's getting the answers that cops didn't get i just really love it
0: that sounds really she's good, doing actually. really good okay cool.
1: so it's like um like a series the podcast we'll link counterclock. we'll link that as well
0: yeah and i think do we have anything else besides our announcement um i don't think so so, if you guys are in our Facebook group, which you should be, and if you're not, that's a mistake. You already know this because we announced it there, like we announced everything there first, Um, which the Facebook group, do you know what it is off the top of your head? Cruel and Unusual, the group. Oh, that's pretty damn easy, <laughs> but it will also be linked in the show notes. But if you're not in the group, we have two very big announcements. You want to announce the first thing, Katie?
1: The first thing is we... Have some merch available. We do, and it's very exciting. There's some very cool things. There's t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, stickers. I love Oops. the trust all your guts stuff. I know, me too. it's My favorite. The the die cut sticker for trust all your guts is yes. fucking awesome. Uh, I already I ordered one. It. Did you? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I need to get some. Um, yeah, we'll so, have a link to that everywhere. Yeah, that will be. We'll make sure that we put a link to that in our Instagram bio. On the Facebook page, in the show notes. Just fucking everywhere, okay? You'll find it. And then our second announcement. Dun-dun-dun! Is we have a Patreon. Officially. Uh, officially, official. We're officially official. We're really officially official. So. So official. Obviously, you guys do not have to do that. You guys don't have to be patrons of ours. But if you love the podcast and if you want to support the podcast and support us in continuing to do the million hours of research that we do then you can go over there i think that the tiers start at two or three dollars a month mm-hmm. which is pretty cool there's a lot of different
1: tiers to pick from pretty affordable and then we go all the way up to twenty dollars a month and you get really cool shit with that one yeah we are jam packing these different tiers with all kinds of shit yeah so it's just worth it off the top of my head, we're going to be doing videos. We're going to
0: be doing extra audio, like mini episodes mm-hmm. over extra there. Extra content, merch, discount codes for the merchandise. Yes, we get, there's up to 20% off the merchandise in one of the groups, in one of the tiers. So you can go over there and just see if it's something that you want to do, if you want to. But like I said, it starts as, as low as 2 or $3 a month and goes up to $20 a month.
1: Mm-hmm. So we'll link that everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere.
0: And if you decide to do that, that's really fucking awesome and we love you. Yeah. Yes. And if you don't, we love fun. you anyway, just yeah. for listening. But we love you more. <laughs> we no. would love you just a bitsy bit more. Just a tiny bit. Just a little bit. No. Yeah. But there's a lot of really cool things down there if you're in the position to do it. And if you're not, that's fucking fine, too. You can just keep listening. This podcast is always going to be free. Always. So, cool.
1: Whatever. All do you right. have anything else to say? I think we're good. <laughs> okay. Love you. Bye. Bye.